Cappuccino with Constable Brian. Real people, real stories. My guest today on the Cappuccino is standing at a dynamic 161 centimetres tall, but still not the shortest person we've had on this podcast. (laughs) she is a detective. She's a sergeant also, which I guess makes her a detective sergeant. Uh, been in the police since 2005. Um, if you've watched Ash vs. Evil Dead, River Queen, Shortland Street, Breakwood Mysteries, Filthy Rich, Pete's Dragon, Westside, Cowboy Bebop, The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, Desolation of Smog, Under the Mountain, Spartacus, Street Legal, Mercy Peak. You've probably seen her, only in a glimpse though, and she's even been hand-to-hand with uh, Xena, the warrior princess herself at some stage. Uh, first um, black belt in Taekwondo, New Zealand Taekwondo team 0305, 12 times New Zealand Taekwondo champion, and might be the closest I ever get as a huge Superman fan to Lois Lane because she was the stunt double for Kate Bosworth in The Warrior King. That's a very big welcome to Sergeant Karen Thompson. How are you, Gil? All I'm good? good. Right, so speed, pop quiz, the hot round. Here we go. Uh, what's your current binge on Netflix or similar? Um, FBI Most Wanted and Queen of the South. Good work. At least you're leaving your work at home, I guess. Uh, the best <laughs> police movie of all time is? Police Police. Yep. Movie? Police movie, yep. Police movie. Oh, my Ooh, goodness. Tricky me. one. That is a tricky one. I'll come back to you. Uh, last time you saw a stunt at the pictures or on TV and went, whoa, that's awesome. Um, Friday night in Honest Thief with... Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Good movie. Nice. Yep. Good work. Uh, what's the last book you read? Woman's Day. <laughs> oh, that'll work. That'll work. Yep, that works first of all. We all need that. Uh, you're stuck on a desert island for a week. You have to take your favourite album, your favourite book, and one piece of exercise equipment. What are you taking? Favourite album? Mm. Um, Pink. Yep, cool. Um, favourite book? Private Dancer. Nice, yep. It's a good, good book. Um, and favourite exercise machine? Or a piece of equipment? Yep. Piece of equipment? Um, kettlebells. Bless. Yeah. So what's the worst pickup line you've ever heard? Um, I had someone say, your dad's a thief. And I was like, what? And he said, he stole the stars out of the sky and put them in your eyes. Beautiful. That's mm. all right. Worst yep. one I've ever heard is, how, what's it like to walk around on broken legs all day because surely you've fallen from heaven? cheesy um that's good yeah martial artist you'd most like to train with alive or dead bruce lee yep that's what that's what i thought as well bruce lee yeah favorite one-liner from a movie that'll be back (laughs) that's the only one i can think of right now okay uh so you've been a police officer for a number of years now which came first policing or stunty Stunts. Right. Yep, stunts okay. for 23 years. Yep, so you've been doing it since you were 19. How did you get into stunting? Because it's not like somebody, no disrespect, looks at somebody who's 161 centimetres tall, blonde, female, and goes, hey, here's a great idea. You'd look awesome going through a window. Is it? Well, first, you've yep. just now told everyone how old I am. That's all right. You said I 20, started when I was 23. 20, it's all good. It's I all mean, good. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, I started right. when I was 
advice. <laughs> yeah, advice. Yeah. Um, well, I got into it through doing martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. My my martial arts um, taekwondo instructor was a stuntman. Yep. And would he would talk about it a little bit. And then I was on set as an extra one day and I decided it was boring and started watching the stunt performers do all of their rehearsing for um, a fight scene and I was like right into that. So, yeah. Perfect. That's Went for an audition and a few weeks later I'd quit my job as a hairdresser and I was on set as a uh, stunt woman. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Now, New Zealand's got a great reputation for amazing stunt people. Uh, there's Zoe Bell, uh, somebody I've trained with, Alan Poppleton, Jacob Tamuri, to name a few. What do you think we do so well at it? Because let's be honest, there's no way that, well, there is a way, but why are New Zealanders held in such high regard? There's no way that we should actually be like Alan's on the set of The Expendables as a stunt coordinator and that type of stuff. When you look at that lineup, mm. that's a massive array of stars. You'd think that there'd be Navy SEALs and US Army Rangers and everybody else coming out of the woodwork. Why, why do you think we do so well? I think New Zealand produces probably the world's best stunt performers because we are such hard workers. Yep. Um, a lot of movies come to New Zealand because of the cost. Yep. You know, it's a lot cheaper for productions to come to New Zealand and hire out studios. And, you know, compared to the rest of the world, we don't get paid as much as the other stunt performers. So they can get more from us for less than what they can overseas but we do long hours we train a lot um you know we we're quite diverse as well yep so you know we we we've got a range so we're not just drivers or martial artists you know we're horse riders drivers martial artists um parkour um you know fire burns we've got a range of um, performers that you have to have yeah. a whole lot of different skills to get into stunts these days, whereas a lot of other countries you might be spe- specialists in just gymnastics or, or martial arts, whereas mm-hmm. we do a lot of all of it really. Yeah. Um, how did you get into martial arts and what made you decide on Taekwondo? Because me being a martial artist, well, I always find it really, really interesting to listen to other people's martial arts journeys so how did you first get started in martial arts and what yeah. made you pick tkd good question so i went to james cook high grew mm-hmm. up in um a rough part of Manurewa. you know being a little white girl growing up in um that side of town wasn't easy yep so i used to get beaten up picked on um pushed around a lot and never had the confidence um i went to a gym and um, thought, okay, well, maybe I'll just do some gym training. And I actually saw Taekwondo in the gym. Um, mm. So I sat and watched it, which is the instructor who did martial arts, Sachita Sharma. He said, why don't you um, join in? And thought, why not? And, you know, within three, four months, I was competing. And, and I just, I ended up loving it. And it built up my confidence yeah. as well as made new friendships, which I'm still friends with most of the people now keeps me fit got me into stunts and then of course once I got to the point where I couldn't go any further I joined another martial art yeah as you yeah, do yeah you yeah, trying so. to branch out eventually what is it when yeah. the, the lesson is finished it's time to go uh, yeah. yeah what advice would you give to somebody who's either wanting to start a martial art or has just started and I'm talking right across the spectrum not 
just females. I'm talking anybody thinking about starting a martial art or somebody's just started. I think, you know, I've dabbled in a lot of different martial arts. I think Taekwondo is always a really good place to start. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it can be flashy. It's also good technique. It's good discipline. Um, you know, it's Taekwondo is the art of the hand and the foot. So you're using everything, your arms yep. and, and your feet. It's good to start off there, I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it depends on what you like. If you like groundwork, well, then you've got, you know, yep. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Or it, it depends on really what you're into. I think yeah. that there's something for everyone, really. Yeah, and just keep turning up, I guess, is the big thing for me. Um, I see people always saying, well, what's a good piece of advice? I'm like, just keep turning up. Yeah. And eventually they'll give you a belt because you just keep turning up. So it's like, yeah. You'll have to pass tense, tests, but hey, like, that's all good. Yeah. So appearances can be really deceiving because I'm sure that people just look at you and go, oh, look at here. What's your injury toll look like? If I went, let's do your injuries from the age of 19 to where you are now at the age of 26. Uh, <laughs> what's your, what do your injuries look like? What have you got for us? Okay, so you get a lot of little bumps and bruises doing stunts. You know, lots yeah. of, you know, scuffed knees or elbows or little bumps. and But that's nothing. No. You know, you get that in the police as yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. when yeah. you run and fall over. Yeah. Um, my worst is I had a prolapse disc in my L4, L5, um, doing a scene with Orlando Bloom, and I fell off a rock, and uh, well, jumped off a rock, I should say, and landed wrong. It wasn't even a stunt. It was just jumping off a rock. These things happen. Yep. yep. So that was my worst injury. Um, four years later, I had spinal surgery, so I now have a nice little cage in my spine. Beautiful. It's good, though, because I gained a centimetre in height. Oh, hey, look. Yeah. I'm down for it, yeah. Yeah, yep. I almost won another spinal injury, yeah. so I can gain a few more centimetres. Yep. You and I both, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then not doing any stunts, three weeks ago, I got thrown off an ex-race horse, and I now have a broken arm. Hey, look. Yeah, it takes all sorts, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, I'm guessing your spinal injury was the worst injury you've ever had on set? Yeah, that's that's really been the only injury I've had. Yeah. Which I've been lucky. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. let, let's be honest, there's lots of stunt, stunt people that you and I both know. Uh, collapse knees, elbows dodgy, wrists screwed. Yeah. Um, they'll be in their mid-40s and they look like they're 183 as they go to get up on the sofa, so uh, one of those things, I guess. Um... What does your physical fitness routine look like for the week? If you didn't have your broken wing at the moment, what would your physical fitness routine look like? Because you've got to stay fit to be a stunty. It's not like you can turn up, not have done anything for six months and say, yeah, I did Taekwondo 15 years ago. I'm pretty, yeah, I've got this assorted. So what does your physical fitness routine look like? Well, I always go to the gym. Yep. Um, I have a personal trainer. Um, I think I'm the sort of person that needs someone to tell me what to do yep. when it comes to training. Yep. Otherwise, if it's left up to me, I get a little bit bored yep. and um, I switch off. So I like going to um, any kind of sports or training where I'm getting pushed yep. to my limits. So right now I'm going to a gym, New York Fitness, and I've got a trainer who trains me a few times a week. And then, you know, I do my own couple of trains myself, which yep. is probably not the best. <laughs> but, um, you know, I do obviously horse riding. Um, we do fight choreography and training sessions like that yep. you know just if there's a film coming up they do a lot of 
pre-production so you are training specific for what you're going to be doing in the film yeah lots of rehearsals to make sure you get it right on the day yeah so yeah you do have to stay fit if you're not that's when injury comes into play and you just don't have the physical fitness to keep you know keep up with those long hours now just to give you some idea uh even with a broken arm what were you doing last night you crazy woman oh I was leg workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, leg workout. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. COVID, yeah, COVID's knocked a lot of us about, uh, and it's also knocked a lot of local and overseas productions out for a wee while, maybe not as much as some of the other countries, but mm. what have you been doing during COVID to look after yourself when uh, level four lockdown hit and there were no gyms, it was sort of, we all had, if you're a police officer, obviously you had work, mm. um, but what were you doing to look after yourself? Um... I did home workouts. I had my trainer um, send programs, yeah. and what he was doing is Zoom training sessions, yeah. which is really good. I didn't actually take part in any of those, so, yeah. um, you know, a bit useless of me. <laughs> However, I, I did buy some weights and did some home home weight training and yeah. stuff like that, ran around my house a few times, kept me half sane. Yeah. But you know what? I got into baking. I was baking... <laughs> so much I had that much I couldn't I just everyone got sick of it I was giving it away to neighbours um, handing over the fence to people I took it to work I literally gave it away because I was bored I had to do something so you're not... one of those crazy people I have to blame for the shortage of flour when level 4 lockdown happened oh that's me yeah go on. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then, right. that's me send your letters to Cappuccino Pocket no I'm teasing um, <laughs> what's your best war story from your police career Goodness me, um, best war story. Well, live hostage situation when I was the acting detective sergeant on Crime Squad. Yeah. And it was it was a pursuit car chase, yeah. and um, yeah, we ended up pursuing an offender all the way down to the Waikato, and yeah, it was firearms involved, drugs involved, and a hostage was involved. So it all came out good no one got hurt which is the main thing and yeah i think it was a it was a proud a proud moment for me to be in the police that we were able to get this hostage home nice yeah. and safe to his family but i mean gosh there's been so many yeah, i mean yeah. every every day we go to work isn't it i yeah. mean you know oh yeah i know yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. It's, it's it's crazy it's crazy out there i have to say it's getting more crazy out there so it's a bit scary yep yeah. But I've had all sorts of firearm jobs, um, you know, gosh, all sorts, yep, you know. Yep. So you're currently the rank of sergeant. You've been at a, a detective sergeant as well. How do you cope with like the big job that you've just spoken about when you get home after work? And there's a two-pronged two question. Is it? Do you think it's any different being a woman? Like I talked to some of the earlier police women, and they tell me some not horrific well they are horrific stories of mm. some of that you know go and love you make the cups of tea because you're the female on section mm -hmm. type stuff and that's gone as far as I can see that's gone now well and truly uh, which is a good thing but has it been do you think it's been any different for you one being a woman and two how do you cope with those big jobs when you get home um I mean every female on the job might have a different opinion on what it's like being small myself yeah. um, and climbing the ranks, I have struggled. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'd be lying if I said I didn't have my struggles. I think being a male or female, you would have your struggles. Yeah. Um, having a 
bubbly personality and a, a personality that likes to sort of joke around. You know, I like to take the piss at work, yeah, you know, yeah. um, when we're indoors. When it comes to being outdoors, I'm a little bit more serious. Yeah. I have struggled, uh, I think, a little bit with respect, you yeah. know, um, telling guys what to do. I have had a fair share of officers that just don't listen yeah. and you know then I've got another male on section who's another sergeant and he'll say the same thing and they tend to listen to him yeah. you know it's it, it does get frustrating for me at times but that's also learning for me and it's also a challenge and um, I mean gosh I do stunts and you know I do like a challenge however I think there is a little bit of that still that happens yeah. which is sad but yeah. you know every every officer would have their own struggles that's just been mine I guess Um, second part of the question going home you know I I go home and um, I come across as tough at work but I go home and I do have some cries a few few tears Um, I ring one of my best friends who's an ex-cop and have a bit of a cry to her because she understands the job and she's resigned so she can also understand where I get get to in, um, in my job but hey, it's it's the job was still there during COVID, so you yeah. know you're. I'm lucky to be in this career, and I can't really imagine doing anything else unless I get a full time stunt contract. And yeah, oh, <laughs> you asked that, but I'm going to ask you a question much further on, and we're going to talk about that. So that's yep. all good, right? So you've had a ton of different duties in the police. You've done everything from mounted police roles and parades and everything else, CIB. Um, PST, just keep going if there's any more that I'm missing out here. What's the one thing that you wish that you kind of had had a crack at? Dog handler. Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Dog handler. Yeah. You know, and Senior Sergeant Pete Peterson came to me when I was very new. Um, I joined the job to become either AOS or a dog handler. Yeah. That was all I wanted to do. I mean, my dad was rainbow, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dad's yeah, rainbow. Yeah. So I, I, I felt like I really wanted to do um, something to do with dogs or, you know, yep. armed defenders. But yeah, Pete Peterson came to me many years ago and said, look, if you want to join, join. We need we need a female dog handler in Auckland. Yep. And he, he was so good and so welcoming. And so I did lots of ride-alongs with dog handlers and thought, yeah, this is this is me. But then um, at the time, he was a detective senior sergeant, was John Timms, who's now... JT, um, God bless him. Yeah, yep. he's amazing. Look, he got me into the CIB and I completely took a different career path. Never thought I was going to join the CIB. Did no regrets, loved it, absolutely loved it, and um, I thank him for getting me into that career path. However, I always and still to this day on think I still wouldn't mind being a dog handler. Yeah, yeah, what if? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I joined the police to become a detective and ended up talking to a dog on TV, so there we go. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, you know what? You can still become a detective. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah, I'm sure there's room for a man and a talking dog. Um, and <laughs> just to feed you a little bit on that, uh, Karen's dad is an ex-Royal Marine who used to tell her when she was a schoolgirl that he was Rambo, and she used to go to school and tell everybody that he was Rambo. God bless you, Karen. Um, yeah. He was the reason why I started getting beaten up, by the way. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. well, hey, look, maybe not the best. <laughs> yep, okay. So there's plenty of times in our job where it feels like the walls are closing in, the world's getting a bit heavier. Um, you go to a crap job, and you've had enough. 
Um, how do you de-stress? Like for me, it's jujitsu two, three times a week. Um, I'm not really thinking about anything else apart from how the hell am I trying to learn that movie uh, move from the professor? Or uh, I can't breathe. This guy's on top of me. I need to get out of this. What's the thing that you do like that? Um, using physical exertion or something to just sort of calm you down and bring everything back to an even even keel. I know that you've said that you ring up a mate who used to be in the police, but mm. what's the thing that you do physically? Is it horse riding? Is it out and about? Or yeah, I a, a bit of everything really. Like. I will, if I feel like training, I'll go to the gym and I'll, I'll say to my trainer, I want to do some um, boxing, kickboxing, hitting some pads. Yeah. Um, and he's really good. Um, I'll go to the beach. Yep. I love the beach. Yep. I'm such a sunshine kind of kind yep. of girl. Um, or I plan holidays. Yep. You know, and it, they're generally overseas holidays and they're generally to Thailand to a kickboxing camp. Yeah. But if I start planning, I've got someone something to look forward to. Yeah. And I say that to a lot of people, even in the job, when I come come to victims and stuff, plan something in the future that you're going to look forward to. Yeah. And if you've got that, then yep. you can actually start to be excited about something. Yeah. So that's that's what I do. I mean, I'll do the horse riding, I'll do some training, go to the beach. It really depends on how I feel and how bad it is. Yeah. 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 And they always say when you come back from a holiday that's the best time to start planning the next one so that you've got a goal to focus on. So, yeah, yeah. Food yep. kudos. Uh, so, when I first spoke to you about doing this podcast, I said to you, send us some pics of you with some celebs. And you said, oh, there's plenty I haven't been able to take pics with. Spill the beans. Let's name names here. Yeah. So, who haven't, and it may be like, it might be before somebody's going, oh, my God, she's mentioned that name. I've always thought that person's a snob. It's not actually that. It's the fact that if you're on a movie and it's a close set, they don't want details going out. Um, they don't want you going, wow, The Matrix 4 is being filmed in New Zealand because you'll get fanboys and fangirls turning up and all that type of stuff. So who are some of the people that you've met but actually haven't been able to take a picture with? Uh, Kate Bosworth was one. Yep. Um, that wasn't really a production thing at the time. They were quite open. Yeah. Um, you know, we were allowed to take photos on set. The rules are with every single film, TV series or movie is... Um, Generally, no cameras on set. Yep. Or, if you do take any photos, nothing is to be put on social media until the movie has been released. Yeah. So, as long as you stick to that, because you are under contract yeah. with every single TV series you do. But, yeah, Kate Bosworth is one. It was more her. Yeah. Um, that didn't yeah. really want the photos. Yeah. Um, missed out. On, oh, I've got one with Cl Cliff Curtis, but we actually had our backs turned to the cameras. Um, Samantha Morton. She didn't want any photos taken of her as well. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland, couldn't quite get one with him. Gosh, there's been all sorts. Orlando Bloom. Um, as yeah. you're lying there with a broken back. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, yeah he told me to get up. He didn't realise I was so bad. But anyway, <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks, Orlando. That's, yeah. that's awesome if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so what was Ben on the Hobbit movies like? Um, and where do we go to see you in the Hobbit movies if we go, hmm, that bit? Whereabouts are you? Do you know or not? Well, I was one of the Sylvan Elves. Oh, yep, yep. Possibly the shortest Sylvan Elf <laughs> in history. history yep. um, that's because we had a shortage of female stunt performers at that time. Yep. So, yeah, I was a Sylvan Elf. I mean, I look quite different because I have these big pointy ears. Yep. Um, they're not natural, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yep. Must have spot, yep. yeah. Yeah, um, and I had a brown wig on, so looked a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 
I, I did actually roll my ankle um, quite badly doing a stunt on um, on The Hobbit. So they changed me out of costume and put me in as a little old lady so I could have crutches. Gold. And actually carry on doing stunts. I got knocked out doing being the old lady and got killed. So then they changed me into different costumes. So that was quite good. They they certainly catered to my injury and um, put me in different costumes. That's all good. That's all good. Now, do you think that CGI will kill stunt people's amazing work? As things get more and more over the top, um, like I know that the stunty has to start the process, but if you're watching some movies like The Avengers, for instance, or, um, the Hulk hitting somebody and going 14 stories up and then through a building, the second pretty much that stunty's gone maybe half a meter or a meter up in the air, it's all CGI from that moment on. Do you think that's going to kill um, stunts or not? No, I, th- I think there is a place for stunts in. Most productions, yeah. I definitely think you'd be amazed at, you know, some of the stunts that we're called to do because obviously the actress doesn't feel or the actor doesn't feel comfortable or, you know, little things. Even running, yeah. you know, I've been pulled on set to run, yeah, because I'm running in heels, so might not look like a stunt, but but if the actress rolls her ankle and snaps her ankle, then she can't film. So yeah. there's always a place for stunts and. In films, yeah. in TVs, um, TV series, I should say. What's your view on people like Tom Cruise, who, incredible driver, he'll do some of his own stunts and everything else. Um, if you, uh, and let's say you're the director of the next Mission Impossible, Tom goes, I want to do this, this, and this. Would you be going through it and going, you can do that one, you can do that one, but a qualified stunt person's going to do that one? Because I mean, he broke his ankle doing that Ooh, that building yeah. jump. Um, and if anybody's ever seen a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, God bless him. Uh, yeah, you see how much, and like you've said before, you know, if the star gets injured, then they're gone for the next couple of months. And we're not talking, um, we're not talking a day or two out of the production. We're talking months and millions and millions of dollars. So, would you rather that Tom Cruise did what he does and then move on, or, I mean, like hanging off to the side of the plane, for instance, to start off with? Yeah, what's your view on that? You know, with. Tom Cruise, obviously, there's so many safety measures put in place. Yeah. You know, they're going to be harnessing him to the eyeballs, you know, so he yeah. doesn't fall out of that plane, you know, 20,000 feet in the air and drop to his yeah. death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, you know, to a point, actors have to do some part of the action because they often, they have to be seen, you know, to do um, the acting part if they're talking while they're doing some action, so they have to do some of it. But stick to your acting. Yeah. You know, Tom, if you're listening, yep. like, you know, you're a, you're a great actor. Yep. But, um, he's another know, He's another fellow shorty as well. Like, he's, do you know he's not much taller than me? There you go. Please. There you go. He's, he's, he's tinsy, but, um, hey, look. hey, look, there's hope for me. Yeah, there is. There is. <laughs> What's your favourite stunt to do? If I said to you, you got to do a stunt, it's your favourite one, what would you do? Which one sort of comes first in mind and makes you go, yeah, I'll do this? Oh, gosh. I mean, I love fight scenes. Yeah. You know, I love being the centre of a fight and having people come left, right and centre and jumping out of, coming through the roof and and me being the centre and just kicking everyone's ass. That's yep. that's definitely a cool stunt, yep. you know, because um, there's so many beats to yep. that particular stunt. Um, yep. And driving. Yep. Driving stunts, that's also pretty cool. Least favourite stunt to do, if I said to you, hey, got to do this. Backfalls. 
Yeah, they're always good fun. Yep. Yeah, uh, don't yeah. like backfalls. Yeah, strange that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> because of your combined knowledge of police protocols and movie set knowledge, do you actually enjoy movies, action movies, when you get the chance? Or do sometimes you do what I do? I sit there and I'm like, oh, no way. Like the, the action coordinator or the um, coordinator, uh, the advisor for the police or something has obviously told them something, they've done it. And it's like, oh my goodness, that's not quite right. And I mean, I know that there are certain things you do for the movies, but do you sit there sometimes and go, oh jeepers, or do you just get on and enjoy the ride? I love action films, but it has, I think, doing stunts ruined it a little bit because I really focus on the stunts. And then I'll be thinking how they would have set that stunt up. there's some stunts I cringe at. You know, Extraction, great film. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But, you know, Bobby, yeah, yeah, yeah. who yeah. is Chris Hemsworth's stunt up, was a friend. And, and I cringe thinking, oh, God, that would have hurt. Oh, gosh, his yeah. poor neck. Yeah. Ouch, you know. Um, and then I see some of his injuries afterwards. And, you know. So it, I don't think it's ruined it. I think it makes it more interesting for me because I'm, I'm really – I analyse films, yeah. you know, because yeah, yeah. I'm analysing the stunts. Yeah. And I, I just think, oh, I wish I could. Which I'm part of that, yep. you know. So, but I have been on some um, film sets where I've been doubling the actress who is playing a detective or a cop, and they've done things that you just wouldn't do as a cop. So I have mentioned it to the director, and and they they talk to me about the processes and you know and and how to make it a little bit more realistic, but. They always go back to how they like things to be yeah. seen, you know, yeah. rather than how things are actually done. So, but hey, it's just a movie, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like at the end of the day. All right, so what's your favourite stunt of all time from a movie? On the Warriors Way, doubling Kate Bosworth, I got thrown out of a window, so I had to come through the window backwards yeah. um, and land on my back on sand, and it was two stories high out of a saloon window. As you do. Lots of lots of rehearsals for that. Yeah. Yep. And it, it was amazing. It yep. looked great. It looks great as well. I've, yeah, I've seen the movie and it, that looks awesome when you come through. Uh, you were on Shortland Street for three days as a character. Oh. Before. Oh, God. Yeah, I said in my research. How did you know that? Uh, because be, before, because <laughs> I actually saw you on that. My wife watches it. Uh, before you got run over in the car park. Oh, yeah. All right. Have yeah. you ever been tempted to go in front of the cameras instead of stunting? No. No, not interested? Uh, no, I think after that um, three-day acting role on Shortland Street, my mother disowned me. Um, <laughs> in fact, her words were, word to me was, you've embarrassed me, Karen, don't ever do that again. Hey, look, it's all good. Yeah. Well, when I, I can't first, act. Yeah, when I first did, started doing Brian and Bobby, they said to me, well, one of the uh, the cast members, bless them, said to me, and I thought Pinocchio's performance was wooden until I'd saw yours. Oh, oh, that's all right. It's all good. Hey, but look at you now. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there's a huge amount of planning in a stunt. So talk us through the simple act of being bumped by that car in Shortland Street from woe to go. Because it's not just, I mean, I mean, the scene was you come out, a nurse is kind of trying to say, do you stop, stop, stop? Mm. And then you turn around and the car's there and boom, there you go, you, you get hit. Um, what's it? like the planning and the preparation for that simple start it's only like on screen for maybe one second if you're lucky mm. isn't it yeah how how long did it take you to plan it and prep it that particular stunt was really easy yeah um i was in a harness and i got jerked back yeah but 
um, you know, as the car approaches, basically, I have um, riggers. I think there was three guys on that, and they just yanked, and yeah. I went flying back. Yeah. But I have done proper car hits where I've actually gone up into the bonnet and then down onto the ground. You just have to make sure that when the car comes to you, you jump a little bit so yeah. you're not getting knocked to the ground. You're actually going up onto the bonnet and then roll off. Yeah. So it's all about timing, and it's it with any stunt, you're building it up from something quite small, and you rehearse it, and you rehearse it until they get to the point where that's what they the director wants. Yeah. Um, and then you just have to keep rehearsing it at that point before you're comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, every car hits different, and, um, yeah, that one on Shortland Street was pretty minimal. <laughs> yeah, hello. Way to end a character. Hey, um, has there ever been a stunt where you've thought, hmm, hang on, this could be a little bit hairy? I know that most stunties will do it again and again and again and again until pretty much you can do it blindfolded. Same with action scenes, you know, with people entering rooms properly and all that type of stuff. Mm. Fight scenes are the same. You could, I've, I'm, and I'm sure from what I've seen from some people doing work, I could come in and blindfold you all and you could still hit the mark pretty much spot on because you know what's happening, what's coming, who's going to throw the left, who's going to throw the right. Um, has, but has there ever been a stunt where you've gone, this is going to be pretty hairy? Yeah. I mean, there's been... There's been a few, yep. you know, um, horse stuff as well, you know, because yep. horses could get spooked, as, as I recently found out. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there's been several stunts that I've been a little bit nervous about. I had to jump off um, a cruise liner, yep. and I looked at the cruise liner from the wharf and thought, ah, that's a small cruise liner. Easy. Yep. Then I got to the top, and I looked down. I crapped myself. Yeah. I thought that's a long way down, um, and I jumped and I, um, oh my goodness me, the uh, the water slapped my butt, and <laughs> I had some nice bruising afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then they just basically dried me off, and I had to do it again. So when you do a stunt and it hurts, you're a little bit shy to do it a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time. Oh, yep. But yeah, I mean. Big, massive stunts are rehearsed so well. Yeah. They generally go quite well. Yeah. It's the little stunts that don't need much rehearsing that tend to yeah. get a few little bumps and bruises and aches and pains. Yeah, so, much, yeah. much like policing. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. So when you're doing something, you're going to jump off something like that cruise liner and you're standing there on the deck or on the rail as you're looking over, apart from, okay, this is the stunt, I've got to do this, this and this, What's going through your mind? What what do you, what calming techniques do you use? Because let's be honest, it isn't normal behaviour to throw yourself off a cruise liner. Um, all right, <laughs> I, I know it is for stunties, yeah. And like you know, everybody knows people who will do stuff. But what do you do to calm yourself down? Because I know that it's probably part of your brain going, "Yeah, this is not a good idea." Okay, what are you doing here? Yeah. So, what do you do to calm yourself down? Or do you not think about it that much and just get on with it? Yeah, I don't know if I think too much about it. I'll I'll ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, that's me and my police career as well. Yeah, I yeah. always ask a lot of questions because you want to get it right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so with stunts, I always um, I always look at the stunt. I look at where I've got to go. I'll look at the height of things. Um, I'll make sure I'm padded up correctly. Um, you know, I've got all of my my gear I've bought from the United States. So, you know, I've got good gear, protective gear and um, gel pads and all sorts of stuff. So I think it's just picturing you doing the stunt 
and then just waiting for them to say action and just throwing yourself into yeah. it and making sure that you fall correctly. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I've been on set and I've seen some of my friends fall wrong. I've seen broken necks, broken backs, um, a knife through, or it's actually a dagger through uh, someone's cheek and came out the eye socket. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff on set, just like I've seen in the police, really. Yeah. So you've got to make sure that you know what you're doing on set and, and um, are really focused and also committed to doing the stunt. Yeah. If you're going to run and jump over something and you, you stop, stop, then you're almost talking yourself out of it as well. So it's having a good mindset as well in both careers, police and stunt, before you do anything. Yeah. Now, on the Warriors way, and you've mentioned it before, you do an amazing backfall where you fall out through a saloon window, two stories up, on your back as part of a fight scene. What's going through your head as you go through the glass? Just get the stunt done? Or like you say, uh, we've practiced this so many times, I've just got to get my position right. I'm turning to the left in here. Because you're not only falling through the window, but somebody's actually on top of you as well, aren't they? Yeah. yeah so I relied a lot on Steve, um, who was the um, lead double for um, the lead character yep. on, on The Warrior's Way. Yep. It was his drive and his strength to run me through that window and put because he had to lift me up yeah. through the window yeah. so I relied a lot on him um, again that was mindset yeah. there was a lot of breathing techniques going yeah, on yeah, that yeah. day I tell you yeah. um, you know that, that stunt came off pretty well considering um, I did end up with a blood nose yeah. a little cut across my nose as well um, that was only because my face hit his yeah. chest as we collided through the window but, yeah, it's, it's about mindset. And yep. if you're in a good mindset and you you trust the process, you trust the stunt coordinator, that stunt coordinator on, on the Warriors' way, um, Tim Wong and, and Augie Davis, they are fantastic. Yep. They're international coordinators. And the riggers as well. You've got to trust your team, just like the police. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to trust them and know that they know what they're doing as well. So... Yeah, it was it was a scary stunt, I have to admit, because um, a few weeks after that, I was getting married, and I was a little bit worried I was going to be wheeled down yeah, the yeah. aisle rather than walk. But yeah, um, yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, one take wonder for it. Did you get it in one? No, no, we did two two takes for that. Yeah, um, just from different angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there you go. When you nail a stunt, and you nail it well, like that one, for instance. How do you reward yourself? Because you can't jump up fist pump everybody, you know, woo, have a run round, high five everybody, because basically the production goes, yeah, okay, and that's a take. And there might be a little bit of a hollering and a hoot and a wahoo from a few people, uh, maybe fellow stunties. Mm. And that's kind of kind of it. I've, when I was on a TV set, I'm sitting there going, is that it? Man, they've just pulled off like a really cool stunt. So what do you do when you to reward yourself afterwards? You just get on with it and just move on. No, you just look forward to your payday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's your reward. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's you, you can jump up and high-five and stuff like that once the director's called, you know, cut. Yeah. But if you go behind the monitor and you watch yourself doing the stunt and how they filmed it, you know, that's that's a reward in itself. You're making the actress look good yeah. or the actor look good. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. Um, have there been any movies that you've missed either because of the police or time and afterwards gone... Dang it! I should have done that one because it's gone on to be super huge. Well, I was originally called up for Mad Max over um, in South Africa. Yep. And that didn't 
happen. I don't even know why. Yep. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed. You know, that's that's a pretty major film. Yep. Um, I went over to uh, Thailand, and the day I landed, I had a phone call from the stunt coordinator asking for me to be on Mortal Engines. Yep. But I'd just arrived in Thailand. I offered to fly back, but yep. I was over there for a training camp, so missed out on that. And I've just recently missed out on Lord of the Rings through having my broken arm and um, lost my contract with Mystic because I, I can no longer perform with a cast on. So a bit disappointing, but it is what it is. Yep, it is yeah. what it is. And look, let's be honest, there will be plenty more productions coming this way, I'm sure, because of COVID, which is not a bad thing for yeah. us in New Zealand. Yeah. How do you balance stunting and policing? Because I have enough issues trying to do appearances at schools and a few other bits and pieces. And, and sometimes it does feel like you're leading a double life. It's like, oh, I put on the police officer's uniform today, and now I'm doing this and everything else. So how do you balance it? Is your, have you got your schedule planned out? And um, if a movie rings you up and says, hey, we'd like you to come and do Mad Max for the next four weeks, is it a matter of, right, go and see the bosses, see if the bosses are up for this, or, hey, I've got enough annual leave, I'm going to use that? Is that how you do it? Yeah, I save up my annual leave um, for stunt work. Yep. specifically or for an overseas holiday yeah so i don't tend to take days off here and there i love to save all my leave in the police and then when a movie comes up then i've got plenty of leave yeah um generally i'm on the naughty list for leave so you know as soon as a movie comes up i ring the boss and say hey look this has come up can i take time off and generally they're like take as much time off as you need so the police has been really really good with my stunt career they've been um you know, they've been. Some of my bosses have been quite excited about it. Yeah. So, and and quite um, supportive. You know, JT's another one. I say, well, you yeah. know, yeah. deputy. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, John Timms. Yeah. He's been pretty supportive as as well. I mean, it's been it's been great, but yeah, I don't. Um, there, there's not. I don't even think in my whole career I've been in the police. I've ever had to turn down a stunt because I couldn't get the time off. Yeah. It's been pretty good. Yeah, that's the beauty of the police. And if you're really lucky, yeah. you'll even end up in a police recruiting advert as well, won't you? Because it was you that was doing all the fence flips. Yes, yep. yeah, that in was the, me. And the recruiting advert. So just yeah. keep your eye out for that. Yep. Uh, so what's something that you really have sucked at big time as a stunty, but you've worked really hard at to get better and better and better? And how did you do it? So when you first started off, what was the one thing that you were just crap at for want of a better word water stuff yeah yeah i was that girl that uh had that little drowning incident at <laughs> police college yeah um so i lost a little bit of confidence with water yeah so yeah when i don't often get um water stunts but when they have come up like river queen yep. um cliff curtis and i had a pretty nasty incident in one of the rivers um yeah, and it wasn't pleasant, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I thought I was uh, about to see the light at the end. Uh, uh, sorry, the, um, the you know, tunnel. The, 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 tunnel, the light yep. in the tunnel. But, yep. um, yeah, I think water stuff, I have to build my confidence up. But generally, again, when it comes to things like that, we get in the water, we rehearse it, and that's, you know, you build your confidence that way. Yep, yeah. We're uh, doing it a thousand times. Yeah, and that's it, I guess. Um, constant repetition brings automatic reaction. Uh, who is the one person that you would love to double for and be their double for, and why? Because you know how that there are people who have set 
uh, stunt doubles, for yeah. instance. Yep. Um, so who's the one person you would love to double, regardless of height and size and everything else? Um, who's who's that person for you? Um, hmm. I would like to be Scarlett Johansson's stunt double. Yep. She's actually shorter than me. She's yep. five foot two, so mm-hmm. she's a itsy bitsy tiny young um, actress. So you know, I'm a bit taller than her, but yep. you know that would that would be pretty good. She's got some really good roles as well. Yeah. Um, I don't really mind actually. I I've doubled American actresses and actresses from overseas and stuff, and I've doubled you know New Zealand actresses. Yep. And I have to say, the New Zealand actresses are all just so lovely. Yeah. You know they they are they really are so down to earth and they sit with you and they talk to you and um, working on West Side the actresses on West Side and um, Filthy Rich doubling um, the lead on that just so lovely Yeah, you know so I actually don't mind as long as I make them look good and I have fun doing it I don't mind but if it's going to be some big superstar probably Scarlet there you go yeah speaking of Scarlet Johansson at the moment, moment the superhero genre of movies is really big on TV and movies does that comic book type of action make stunting more challenging? Because all of a sudden we've gone from having, I don't know, super realistic fights like Daniel Craig in Casino Royale, mm. um, Jason Stentham in The Mechanic, those types of things, to the Hulk, Captain America and Black Widow fighting some sort of 40-foot dragon and being thrown over cars and everything else. And because those comic books really have no boundaries like the real world does, has that made stunting more challenging for stunties, do you think? Or is the stunt mm-hmm. a stunt a stunt? Yes, yeah, stunt's a stunt. Yep. Okay. I mean, hey, look, we fight dragons in the police, don't we? Yeah, exactly, yep. They're just a little bit smaller <laughs> there. That's all good. Right, so final question. It's a question we always ask. Your day of reckoning has come. You are lying in your casket. And you can hear what everybody's saying on the outside about Karen Thompson. So what will, what would you like them to say? What would you like to hear about yourself on, on the day of your eulogy? And will they show that backfall from your movie, do you think? Hopefully. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yes, yep. show my showreel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What, what would I like them to say? Just kind stuff. Yeah. I think, I actually think... You know, especially having a broken arm and not being able to work, doing stunts, which I love, doing the police, which I love, I've had so much time at home. I've never had this much time at home. And it's made me really think about things. And I think, you know, if people say kind things, then, hey, that's all good. Um, Yeah, I just, yeah, there's not enough kindness in this world. But I don't know, as long as they say nice things, but... I don't know. I think they'd probably say, thank God for that. <laughs> she's, she's trouble. <laughs> right. And on that note. <laughs> I don't know. what You know me, Brian. What would you say? <laughs> I'd say, like, happy, smiley, uh, good cop. Oh, and by the way, she used to do this as a sideline as well. And when people are like, little Karen, I'm like, yeah, check this out. Show them your showreel. Because I've actually said to people, oh, you know, you mean Karen, the stunt person. They're like, what? She didn't do stunts. I'm like, yeah, come with me for a second. Showing them the stunts and they've gone, Holy God! Of and I'm like, yeah. I said so. Yeah, don't underestimate people because you never know what they're doing as elsewhere. So, uh, yeah. so on that note, that's a great note to finish with. 
Thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, and if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's the Cappuccino Podcast. It's all one word. Uh, there's the best place to go for your prizes. And there will be some prizes from our good friends at Tactical Solutions. Uh, oh, yeah, good yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So good place. Not wrong. Best sponsors as well of this podcast. They've been with us since day one, so that's awesome. And I'm going to put up a question there on Instagram about Karen's career but you're not going to know what it is until probably another two or three days when I pop it up. So make sure that you enter. You can have two or three weeks to enter, and then we'll send one lucky person some tactical solution goodies. So Karen, thanks for your time. It's been awesome. Um, I hope that that wrist heals quick and that you're back <laughs> so stunting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we'll post up some pictures of uh, Karen's amazing stunt career and her police career, and uh, you can all have a look and go, really? Is that what she looks like? So, uh, yeah, you might struggle with her and Emma Fenton on a – on a quick look as well. Yeah, Karen looks different <laughs> as a redhead. So appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Cappuccino with Constable Brian. Real people, real stories. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss his next podcast.